Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So, eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. Well, the sunshine vitamin, vitamin D, is vital for healthy bones, but it also has a role in the immune system that people may not realize. And so can it help you fight off colds or flu? What else can vitamin D do for us? My guest, of course, today, Dr. John Higgins, sports cardiologist for the University of Texas Health Science Center in Houston. So Dr. Higgins, let's start by educating the listeners a little bit about what vitamin D even does. What is it? Yeah, well, vitamin D is one of our fat-soluble vitamins that we typically get from uh, certain fatty foods like uh, fatty fish and and some other fatty foods, but we can also generate it in our bodies from being exposed to sunlight as well. So most of us, if we're getting a little bit of sunlight each day and eating a relatively balanced diet, Melanie, are getting our recommended daily allowance of vitamin D. And it's really, really important because not only does it do some things itself, it also is important for the absorption of calcium, iron, magnesium, phosphate, and zinc. And so therefore, it does lots of things, everything from helping your bones stay stronger to boosting your immune system, even you know your uh, red blood cell count, and making sure that you have Uh, reduced risk of heart disease and cancer as well. So, you know, we hear a lot about vitamin D, Dr. Higgins, but then we also hear that we're not supposed to get skin cancer and we're supposed to use sunblock. And so as a result, you know, we're not getting as much vitamin D from the sun because we're putting on so much sunblock. So where's that fine line and how much, you know, if we have to supplement this, how much supplement should we be doing and how much more might we need to really help our bones and possibly ward off some colds or flu? Uh, well, Melanie, you, if, if you're uh, getting about 15 minutes of sunlight in your day, that is enough to get you your um, daily requirement of the vitamin D. However, if you're not, you know, and you or you're, you know, you work night shifts or something like that. The typical requirement for most people is about 400 international units, uh, and it comes in various forms: uh, D2, which is ergocalciferol, as well as D3. And you can get these mostly. You can buy those at the store if you think you're low on vitamin D or you're not getting enough sun exposure or you don't think you're getting enough in your diet. You could take one of those per day, and that should satisfy the requirements. And and, you know, generally, it's, it's like a lot of other vitamins, Melanie. If you, you can take more than that, but it just won't get into your body. It'll just, um, uh, you know, be a waste sort of thing. So as long as you're doing that, it will, as you mentioned before, it will help your uh, bone health. It'll boost your immune system, reduce inflammation. And, and importantly as well, you know, for people who are working out, Melanie, which is a lot of your listeners, it also is really good for helping your performance during exercise, and as well your recovery after exercise, because vitamin D is important for bone bone strengthening as well as muscle repair, and which which you're going to be doing, particularly in those first few hours after your workout. Yes, so so as people are taking their vitamin D and now even getting checked for vitamin D levels, 
because we're found that as a nation, you know, we're a bit deficient in vitamin D, Dr. Higgins, but there's some studies coming out that are saying that, you know, whether or not we're getting enough, but that it can be used to help boost the immune system. And mm-hmm. what, what are you seeing in the studies? Yeah, well, like you said, Melanie, in, in individuals that have low levels of vitamin D, they can certainly benefit from getting some supplementation in, if they have, for example, a cold or if they've got some cardiovascular disease or other things where the vitamin D is going to be important. And, you know, at the same time, we know that they, they have low levels. Now, if, um, if, they have, uh, if they're relatively healthy and they have good levels of vitamin D, then, you know, it's not a problem. And as I mentioned before, if you are not sure, it's a relatively safe vitamin in terms of taking it. You know, the upper limit of normal uh, that, that kind of can become dangerous is about 4,000 or about 10 tablets per day, which could be, uh, you could run into toxicity. So there's a very large window uh, in terms of, you know, what you can take. So, I, you know, if you're not sure or if you're particularly if you think you've got some issues with uh, not getting enough calcium, vitamin D, brittle bones or, or other issues, you've got a cold, it's perfectly reasonable to take a, a 400 international unit of vitamin D per day. And certainly if you have any further questions and you're thinking about long term, whether or not you need it, check with your physician and they could actually measure your vitamin D level and, and see real time, whether or not you do actually uh, need vitamin D on a regular basis in the long term. Where should it be? I mean, if we're getting those vitamin D levels, do we, do we have some numbers of where it should be? Um, yeah, they do have, and it, and it depends on the, the different one that you test. Uh, uh, that, that's basically the, the simple answer. The, um, and, and Melanie, that different labs have different specific tests that they test for that actually have different normal ranges. So, um, you know, the normal range, and, and the normal range also can vary a little bit with age and sex as well. So, you know, they will normally, when they do check your vitamin D level, they will actually check um, and see whether or not um, it's, uh, uh, you know, within the normal range. But, for example, you know, like 25-hydroxy vitamin D, typically will run between 40 to 80 nanograms per mil. You know, that's, a, that's kind of a normal range. And, and, you know, it can, like I said, it varies depending on the personal characteristics of the person and their sex and age. So they generally will make a correction to that when they test your vitamin D levels. So it's something that we should definitely, and certainly women, should be checked for their vitamin D levels if they're somebody who maybe isn't outside very much or maybe they're not sure if they're getting enough because maybe they weight train or maybe they don't do any exercise. So let's talk about food. You mentioned some fatty fish and some things at the beginning. Where are we finding vitamin D in our food? Are we finding it? I mean, it's in. they say vitamin D supplemented in milk, you know, some other things. Where else, where are we finding it? Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, Melanie, the uh, you know the big big ones are the you know things that have uh, a lot of fat or higher fat levels. So typical things are like the fatty fish, like tuna, mackerel, salmon. Also the fort- the fortified vitamin D products. So a lot of milk, as you mentioned, now is fortified with vitamin D. In addition, 
you often see orange juice, and it'll say, you know, uh, with added vitamin D, uh, soy milk and cereals, cheeses, a lot of cheeses, uh, egg yolk uh, is a great source of vitamin D, and, uh, you know, liver and, and some other miscellaneous items are uh, quite good for vitamin D. So I think, um, uh, you know, most of the most people who are who are you know uh, regardless of what type of diet they're on, generally they will be taking some of those foods that we mentioned at some point. And you know, if if you as we said before, if, as long as you can get a little bit of um, you know some of those fishes or or uh, you know get some of the fortified, like a lot of cereals, for example, even have vitamin D fortification, like mueslis or even muesli bars and things like that. So uh, if you don't like fish, for example, you don't eat fish, you can certainly get it other ways. Or the juices, a lot of juices. Uh, or if, you know, if a lot of those things are, are things that you don't like, you can always try to, uh, you know, go with the tablets if, if you think you're low. But most, um, uh, you know, most foods that uh, even things like, you know, mushrooms, uh, portobello mushrooms are, are high in vitamin D. So there's a lot of foods that are even vegetarian foods that people can, uh, who, who are not meat eaters, for example, can, uh, you know, who are strict vegans who can get uh, vitamin, their source of vitamin D. People don't think of mushrooms as having really much of anything, but they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're um they're also quite high in a lot of antioxidants and and things that will improve your endothelial function, your vascular function. So those are um uh you know there's something it's good to think about to throw on the salad, you know, or or uh, I know some people like um, even grilling mushrooms, you know, as a as a kind of like one of your fruit and veggies that you want to get each day. And and Melanie, the you know the new study it just a um, in case some of your listeners haven't heard, the, the new study out is, is now saying that 10 is the new 5 in terms of you should be getting 10 servings of fruit or vegetables per wow. day now, you know, which, which means that, you know, you got to work on it. You've got to try to get some fruits definitely with your breakfast and, and lunch and, and with your dinner, try to have at least um, five uh, uh, vegetables or so, if if you can, on on the plate, or, or at least snacks. You know, getting those uh, five fruit and vegetables that's definitely beneficial for your heart, as well as uh, you know, making sure you're getting the right amounts of vitamin D as well. But but that's the that's the new um, uh, the new studies are showing that uh, it we used to be we were all like oh five I, I'm getting my five fruits and vegetables. Well, you know what? Uh, keep working on it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? So wrap it up for us, Dr. Higgins. What do you want people to know about vitamin D as we're coming into the summer? They think, oh, I don't have to think about that because I'm going to be out in the sun. But then again, like I said in the intro, there's sunblock. So what do you want them to know about vitamin D and possibly warding off the colds and flu coming this spring? Well, it's, I think it's important to get, make sure that you have a balanced diet, first of all. You know, you're exercising. You're spending a little bit of time outside even if it's if it's not totally sunny, even if it's if the, if it's a little bit overcast or cloudy, that will still get your body making some vitamin D. And vitamin D is such an important part of our not only our daily lives in terms of helping our bodies with their bone health, you know, with calcium uh, metabolism, with your training, your performance. It even boosts your immune system. It makes your it makes you more mentally alert. It uh, keeps you keeps you more upbeat, reduces anxiety, depression, and 
you know, importantly, it reduces, chronically, it reduces your risk of both cancer, diabetes, and heart disease. So this is a must-have in your diet, and whether it be the fortified uh, milk or juice or some mushrooms, some portobello mushrooms, or some, uh, some fish that you're having each week, there's a, there, there are plenty of great sources of vitamin D, and make sure that uh, you, you get your fat-soluble vitamin D fix each day so you can live long and prosper. Yeah, rock on. Loving the live long and prosper thing. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Higgins. You're always so great. And what good information to hear about vitamin D, Thanks. something that we, we really need to know about because people have so many supplement questions. They're never quite sure what to take, but that's a really smart one and a really good one. So people, get out there and ask your physician about getting checked, getting your vitamin D levels checked. It might help you ward off a cold, helps your bone health. It helps just about everything, your immune system. So it's an important vitamin to get, the sunshine vitamin. And remember, you're listening to Life's Too Short right here on Radio MD. And you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD. I think that's the Twitter handle. And also, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate and review. That way everybody can get involved and we can all have like-minded people learning together from the experts. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Stay well.